0: And welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker. Liesel, she didn't want to be here today. I think she just quit on me for a week or something. I'm not sure exactly what's happening. That's not true. She just needed a day off. Uh, The podcast, as always, is brought to the good people of Lee Summit by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. They are, I got to tell you, some of my favorite people in town. They are the place to be to go get home decor, your blinds. Whatever you need for your window treatments for your house. I always like the automated stuff. I want the robot shades. That's the <laughs> stuff I want. I want to I want to look at my phone or my Alexa device and say, hey, open my windows. Let in the light. That's what I want. And if you want one of those smart homes, especially those Signature Series blinds, go see our friends at Budget Blinds Release Summit. Tell them Nick and Lisa will send you. Okay, this week... It's an important week. Well, really, it's an important month. This is Black History Month, and I'm gonna I'm gonna open up with a little bit of a, of a confession here. I am bad, and in my 20 whatever years in the news industry, I've been bad about doing things for this month, and mostly because I got a little bit of guilt. I know we shouldn't have guilt, but I do. I have guilt about it, in that I'm always afraid that I come off as fake. If I go to a story this month, a feature on on a a black business owner or somebody in the community doing things, I'm always afraid it's, oh, I'm just doing this. It's going to look like I'm just doing this because it's February and I wouldn't do it any other month, which I don't think is true, but I'm always worried about how it looks. And so I brought my, I I brought a friend in this week. She is a community advocate. She's on a a ton of boards around town. She's worked with Lisa McCare. She's worked with Hillcrest. Vanessa Hickman. Welcome back to the show. Hey,
1: thank you for having me. I enjoy coming here.
0: So I feel like this is that I invited my one black friend,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I like, I like, I, I invited you on because you actually said something to me. Cause I told you kind of my, my fears and, 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 you know, I, I didn't want to look like I was a bad person, which is dumb. Uh, you said just do it. So, um, you know thank you yeah thank you for reminding me to get over myself
1: just do it
0: <laughs> get over yourself nick not it's not about a, you. exactly and i think you know what that's that's a good reminder mm-hmm. i think for so many of us that like to you know think we're aware or whatever right that that the the fear that somebody might call me a racist
1: mm.
0: or the fear that somebody might call me a bigot or biased in some way is almost stronger than actually doing the bad things right and so I appreciated you as a friend saying, "Get over it."
1: Just do it. It's okay. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I appreciate that. There's my vulnerable yeah, moment for the yeah. week.
1: No problem. My thing is that fear is what is what is what ke- is keeping um, people from welcoming differences. It's okay that you do it for Black History Month. So what? And that's good. Now that you brought attention, more attention to it you know that's a good thing it's not a bad thing that you just do it on the pretty soon you can open it up and do more and more and more but it begins with if this month helps you to begin with acknowledging and opening up for this opening your space for black businesses that's okay you know pro- provide that space you know acknowledge that and then you know it'll grow from there so that's my thing
0: yeah stop telling myself don't do it in February do, <laughs> yes. it.
1: do it you know I was I was like,
0: like look'm I'm, I'm gonna do it in June it won't look bad then. <laughs>
1: You have Juneteenth.
0: <laughs> Which, okay, I didn't, I, I wasn't going to ask about it. It didn't even enter my mind to, to talk about Juneteenth. But I feel like for so many people in America, Juneteenth was an unknown thing until like the last right. five years maybe. That That's that today. for most of That's white me. America mm-hmm. doesn't really know either what it is or why it's so significant. And
1: in the black culture, we've always celebrated it. Always celebrated. But I think now though, it's more of our independence and we're not going to celebrate the fourth because it's not recognized. It's not for us. You know, um, a lot of times we want to do things for us now. And I think we feel more comfortable doing it, but we've always celebrated it in one way or another. It has been a, an event. Um, but I think now it's more welcoming, to all cultures, and we want you to know about Juneteenth. So we, um, unconsciously, open it up, like we're making it more people, more people aware of it, and we're happy that you're joining with us. But we've always,
0: what, what, what was the the cultural shift? I guess that that that, and even even bringing it back to this month, even back to February and Black History Month. What was the shift that we're maybe better about talking about it?
1: I believe that more and more <clears throat> other cultures want to know. We've always had Black History Month. We've always celebrated it, but we was okay with just, we don't you don't have to come along if you don't want to. <laughs> we don't have to introduce it to you because it's about us. But um, I think the bigger it got, I think people of other races are like, what are you doing? What is this about? Black History Month. Why? Why do you, and, and good or bad, because you know, now you're hearing, well, why do you have to have your own month? Or why do you have to have a time where you celebrate your independence, your own independence? Well, we do because we don't get recognized um, during the rest of the year. We do have our own recognition and we know, yeah, I know that I'm a black woman. um, But that this month is a month where we intentionally are like, hey, let me know about um, black adventures, black people who, who have black restaurants, black musicians, what the black, what black history is really about. Cause you don't, you know, now we're really talking about it on purpose before you hear about it, you move on, you go, but even in with black families, we are intentionally making a point to talk about it in February. Cause it's something we do, but in February, it's like, we're going to focus on it and we're going to talk about it. We're going to make sure you know where you come from and it's a pride in it. So, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: I, I like that, and and and, I, and I'm curious because I think, for 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 most of us, when you hear Black History Month, mm-hmm. like, we don't think much farther mm-hmm. than Martin Luther King Jr. We don't think much farther than Ma- the Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, Maya Angelou, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know the. <laughs> Those stories, but we also, I mean, like, instantly, what do, what do we come back to? We, we, we think about slavery and we think about the Civil mm-hmm. Rights Movement. Those aren't the only stories we should be telling, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, They're you you story. didn't bring that up at all, actually, except for Juneteenth and Independence.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't know that Beethoven was black. You got to look that up. People don't know the different things that we've invented that we use every single day. And I don't mind talking about MLK and, you know, the names that people know. But what about those names that we don't know? What about those people that we don't know? This, this this is a great time to do research and to talk to your children about it. And so they will know. I think the stoplight was invented by a black man. So there are things that we don't even know. I didn't even know my school made it intentional when I was in high school, went to Raytown South 91 class Cardinal, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Um, <laughs> We, our school made it intentional in February that we used to, have, I don't know if they still have school announcements in the morning time, but every day a student came on the intercom and, and talked about a black inventor or something with black pride on purpose. And that was unusual for our school because our school back at Raytown South kind of had the same uh, uh dynamics as racial dynamics as Lee summit. So it wasn't like Ray South was full, you know, because it, when I went to Raytown South, it was maybe two blacks students in each class. So it wasn't a lot, but they made it a point to say, hey, let's celebrate you. We know that you are literally the minorities at this school, and this is important to you. So, I mean, we had to fight; it wasn't easy, and we had parents that complained and everything. But they stuck to their guns, and they let us talk about and celebrate um, this month. So,
0: as a teenager, how I don't want to say important because, but I guess, I guess, is really how much of an impact was that
1: it was huge on you. it was huge it was huge to um it first of all it allows us to, that's why I know Beethoven's black cuz that was mine i think <laughs> <laughs> so i feel um, like i
0: feel like that's a fairly recent thing that has kind of come out mainstream mm-hmm. that people are are telling that story
1: mm-hmm. um i was telling you that um the lead for um oh my god the name of that movie gone with the wind he was black didn't know that So, but and he made steps like he made them take down the uh, black and white bathrooms. You know, that was part of his contract. But also a part of his contract was he couldn't tell anybody, you know. So knowing those things was big for us because we didn't know. We did not know. We didn't feel like we were a part of this world until we were made to research and look things up. And then you could hear it over the intercom. All of the school could hear it over the intercom. They gave us, you know, it was five or six minutes, but who cares? They still gave us time to uh, talk about those people, talk about black people and what they've done in this world. and in this, in, in, you know, during february and that's all but that was okay (laughs) we were prideful we had pride during that month but it was encouraged and it was good to know that our staff encouraged it and embraced it like they did
0: we've had a a lot uh of conversation the last what six years seven Mm -hmm. years in lee summit uh, uh, about race Mm -hmm. about diversity equity which I, i you know i love all of the conversations where we can try to to find the differences between equity and equality and all the, it's mostly been centered in school district Mm -hmm. in the school district as a, as a public conversation. It's mostly been centered in the, in the perspective of, of our school district. Um, It has expanded a little bit into, into the cities and city halls discussions Um, that conversation essentially ended at at a certain point. I know that the chamber has a DEI committee going where they're looking at, at some things and, and, and having those conversations Mm -hmm amongst businesses and business owners there's been a lot of pushback are you seeing are you seeing things change in those conversations is it still just frustrating are we moving to where we can talk about these things or is it more of the same
1: i think it is a very i know it is a very difficult conversation to have and it is very difficult to embrace because I think when people want to acknowledge being, in, including everybody, it thinks it excludes their race, and that's not what it is. And so I th- I believe Lee Summit needs to recognize that, hey, we have several <laughs> cultures in here, and we have to embrace them all. And it's hard because when you're used to the norm, change is different, and you think change makes, um, it's for a bad change, and it's not. I don't understand why it's not welcoming. Do I think it's changing? No, I don't. I think it's a hard, it's a hard change. But the thing is, I think it is a, a small group with a loud voice. And that's the problem. I believe the majority of the citizens of Lee Summit agree and want things to be Inclusive and want everybody to embrace everybody. I do believe that. I think it's just a hard. They're not as vocal. It's not as vocal for and those who don't want it are very strong about it. Yeah, and they're very loud about it. And we need to be more vocal about it. But a,
0: a couple, a couple things I want to note about that response there. Uh, first, we keep saying it's a hard conversation to have, and and I think the problem is a lot of people. Will, A lot of responses. well, we've had it. Mm -hmm. Why do we? And I think the thing is, is that we have to remember it's an ongoing Mm -hmm. conversation, much like everything to do with, with, you know, culture and society and even education. Right. These are, these are unending conversations. Like it should always be going on. How can we be better? It's not a thing. I don't
1: think people want to think they're not better. Right. I think that's the key. Well, and that
0: comes back to the very thing I started this with Mm was I, me feel guilty.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's like telling people that I think like we have, a I have, there's a parenting class. So I, we don't get a lot of participants because they're like, I'm not a bad parent, but, but that's not what this is about. It's about just giving you the tools to be better. So having the talk about race doesn't make you a bad person. It just gives you the tools to make things better. I'll give you an example. When I uh, first started <laughs> being on boards and I'm not blaming anybody. I don't want anybody to take offense to it. But the question I do always get was, Hey, what are you doing down here? Like, I didn't live in Lee Summit. I lived here. I live here now probably for 20 years. But I was already living here. Right. But the assumption for me is, you don't live here. What what brought you down here? And it wasn't something that probably people think that's a question that's a bad question. But it is a bad question because you're saying that I don't live here because of my color. You wouldn't ask. I would watch them. They wouldn't ask anybody else that who was new. They would be like, hey. And it's not they weren't welcoming and loving because they were. But that question is or when I was in a position of a lead I would have to run down my resume like I would have to prove I was in that why was I in that position you know so questions like that and that question wouldn't be asked to anybody else
0: right right so
1: though there are little things that we have to work on that will can can make a difference in someone feeling welcomed or not welcomed or, and it doesn't mean that you're a racist. Cause I think that word gets thrown around when people maybe sometimes don't understand right? or they have a stance. I get it. That doesn't necessarily make you a racist and make you prejudiced, but don't make you a racist. But, and it's not, it might not be an intentional thing, but we have to just watch what we say. If we're going to have people feel included in our world, because that made me feel like I wasn't included. Like you don't belong here. What are you doing here?
0: Yeah, I think, and, and a lot of that, the uh, you know, the the guilt or whatever, mm-hmm. right? That I think it comes down to like these aren't conversations that are a zero sum thing equation, right? Right. Like saying you have to get better, whether it's talking about being a better parent mm-hmm. or being more inclusive, doesn't mean you're bad. Right. It just means we can we can Be do things, yes. we can do things better. I mean, we had a we had a a few years ago on this podcast, we had a candidate for school board who didn't like the the conversations because why should she or her children feel guilty for the way they were born? And I almost <laughs> didn't know how to respond to that. I mean, A, because that's the original thing we're trying to fight against, right. but also B, that's not what, you know, saying you can do better doesn't mean you're bad right? at whatever. Exactly. Whether you're sitting in a math class whether, you know, whether you're going to a parenting class or training for a promotion at work. Right. It One doesn't equal the other.
1: And it goes back to what you said. It's not about you.
0: Well, that's true. It's too.
1: not dang on about you. <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't call you that. Now you look like that because you don't want inclusivity. You don't want that. You, you know, because you don't want to feel guilty spin it, make it where you, where, why are you feeling guilty? We didn't, we didn't even call you out. <laughs> now we're going to call you out. <laughs> we didn't call you out. We didn't say you were the one who did that. We just said these things, this is my experience. This is how I feel and what things need to be changed.
0: I want to, I want to poke you a little bit. Cause you, you brought up, you know, that you're, you know, you, you serve on boards for some, some nonprofit organizations. You're, you're doing a lot in the community, you are out and about and probably way too active for your own mental well-being. <laughs> um, you should learn to say no every once in a while. Um, but you just talked about how, like, you know, when you're there, you get kind of questions that are almost like, why do you belong here? Or define why, you know, prove your 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 value. But I think the other end of that is I wonder too, you know, a lot of times on these boards that I've been on and or these organizations, there's, you know, the one black person
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a lot of times it's the same person on all of those boards that's that's is that as weird for me to see from the outside as it is for the person on the inside I mean does it I mean I feel like why are we going to the same person all the time
1: you know I don't
0: i and you, to be fair, well, to this, be fair, yeah. there's the same fifty to hundred people
1: right, in I was every in every
0: community yes. that that get stuff done, right? Like there's always the same groups of people that are on all mm-hmm. the committees and boards and whatever, you know. That's a thing, but the it seems it seems more pointed to me.
1: Yes, so I was going to say that the boards and stuff that I'm on is the same people. So it might it might be it's, just be it's just the same people. But for to be the only minority in the majority of them, I'm not the person to say it makes it hard. It, it 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 makes it hard in the fact that I don't be I don't want anyone to think I'm the voice of the whole black community of Lee Summit because I'm not. I am not a person who is easily offended. So those things when I go into a space, I don't think about that until I think about it. Like, you know what? Until somebody asks me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am not. I don't know how they feel about that, you know. But um, it usually that's, the, and it, can, it could be two reasons. It could be two reasons. Vanessa makes herself you known, like, you're not going to exclude me for anything. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know? I'm,
0: I'm going to say this from experience, and I'll just say this to everyone. Nobody tells Vanessa no. <laughs> you cannot say no to Vanessa Hickman.
1: I was talking to somebody. They were like, "When we see her coming, we know she's going to put us to work." <laughs> they're like, oh, "This is Vanessa. true. This is true." <laughs> but also, on the other hand, I think if you have the same minority, it's an easy. It's easy because, like you said, you know Vanessa's going to say yes. She's going to, you know, if you're looking for that <laughs> token black person. <laughs> but I think they need to make it a point to, And it and, and I. I I just don't want people to feel bad about it, but it's okay to um, seek out minorities for a certain boat board or event or something. It's okay. It it, it doesn't, they sought me out. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to purposely intentionally go out and be like, we need another black person to represent Lee summit. We just need that. You know, not saying I'm going to, I want to go away or anything like that, but it gives you different voices my space and my reason while I'm here is completely different from maybe what someone else, they probably will have a more professional. I'm not (laughs) a professional voice for Uh, you are more than you think. (laughs) I am advocate for, you know, homeless for those who are in need and I will voice it and I do not care, but there might be someone who's a little more polished and professional that they might want to (laughs) seek to, to balance things out. But, I don't. I just. I don't think you should feel bad about intentionally going out and saying we need three or four black people on our board. What and are the, make it
0: happen? What are great, good ways to 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 do that? Because you know a lot of times the pushback that we get, and it's I think it's honest pushback. Is if you look at the demographics of our community, we are overwhelmingly mm-hmm. white. a white community yep. at a certain economic range. Mm-hmm. Right? How do we then ask for more voices? That aren't the same as me, I mean it's like, like I I I do I do another show and I think most people know this I do another another show uh, called beers with Nigel in the in the craft beer world mm-hmm. we do a lot of things uh, with with black brewers around the the country and I and I do I always joke I'm like yeah I'm I'm the white guy with a beard <laughs> that goes to a beer thing <laughs> I'm not different mm-hmm. but so how do we how do we hear as our community Reach out and, 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 find those voices. Because I think, again, it comes back to fear, right? Like, I don't know. I'm scared to go ask. Who do mm-hmm. I go
1: ask? And also look at our angle too, as black citizens in Lee Summit, there's a fear in us too. So when you come to us, it's like, what do you want? What are you looking for? What are you, you know, when you start asking more voices, then that fear goes away. It is a fear. It is a fear. Also, I want to stay low because if something happens, I don't want them looking into my business. I don't want them looking at, you know, I don't want to be the scapegoat. I don't want to be, you know, I have nothing to lose, so I don't care, but <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I just, uh, you know, the chamber D and I, we were, they were just discussing that, like how can they intentionally check out businesses and let them know that they invite them? But I'm like, maybe you need a personal go in and talk to, you know, and say, Hey, it's, we just want to, we want you to belong. We want you to be a part of us, not just do a phone call or, and it's a cultural thing, you know, bad news comes with a phone call. <laughs> bad news comes with a letter and an email, make it personal. Come, come in talk to us. And, it, and it's a little bit of an outreach and it might be something outside of what you used to, but it's helpful until, until, until it's not needed anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's easier, I think for our community in the black community to stay low. Because again, if something, as we say, if something pops off, we don't wanna be involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wanna be, we don't wanna be blamed, you know. But we also wanna be involved. So um I think it goes two ways. So for us as black citizens in Lee Summit, we just gotta make it known too that we wanna be a part. It's okay. We wanna be a part of it. And on the other hand, the white citizens need to be do a little more outside than what they outreach needs to look different. Because, you know, culturally, there are certain things that are different that you have to do, learn those, and then do those things. Go outside your way to do it. So, yeah.
0: Leave our comfort zones. Leave
1: your comfort zones. And leave what you think you know about, you know, that's why it's important to know our history, because that is the how the way we respond and how the way to respond uh, talk and treat and handle us. It's 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 a reason. It's not because we just want to be mean or we're or we're frightful. It's just that what we know on and on over and over again our experiences over and over again has taught us. This. Well,
0: any culture is built over time, mm-hmm. right? Habits, mentalities, right? Perspectives are built over time.
1: And and it is Black History Month, and I should be able to go downtown Lee Summit and see some history see some posters see something you know um, celebrating black history so it doesn't hurt to do that too to become more welcoming let's see some things let's look at uh you know on the website of the city let's put something up for that let's put something in the paper let's make this a a community where we feel welcome too. and this is a month of black history let's see some black History. It's okay. Make the museum do a whole segment, a whole month of black history artists or artifacts or things like that. And not all slavery artifacts. (laughs) You know, let's let's do some current artifacts that we you know, things that we have done that um, can make us feel more welcoming.
0: Is there is there some, too, that that would be a nice way to show effort too?
1: it would be a great way to show effort. Even if it's a little bit or or just a little bit goes a long way. You know, like I said, when we had those announcements at our school, wow, that was amazing. The next year we had a, a whole talent show, you know. So it, it's a start and mm-hmm. it's a welcoming start. And, and and seek out some black students that have that are artists or organizations or company, you know. We're trying to the um, human relations commission is trying to put a cultural celebration together. Support us in that. Support um differences i think lee that's summit. i think that's great because uh-huh.
0: I, I i'm not going to shock anybody here but i bet that most people the only thing they know about the human relations commission through through the city of lee summit is the annual martin luther king day mm-hmm. event and they don't
1: even know and you though.
0: and you and i have joked i th- i had been told at one point and i'm not gonna say who I'm not going to throw out names and throw anybody under the bus here. But I had been told that the event was not happening this year. And two days before the holiday, I was watching a a TV news station and I saw a thing about it. And I was like, what?
1: Yeah, every year. (laughs) You put it on, it's going to be put on until it ain't anymore, I guess. (laughs) But, But still, not enough people know about it. It's still not a known thing. No. You know, if you go in Kansas City, there's like several celebrations and several, and Lee Summer, there's enough minorities of all kind to be there at the MLK celebration. And most of the people that come, bless their hearts, I love them, are the citizens of John Knox Village. Yeah. The people who live there. I said citizens. (laughs) Like, it's his own little, John Knox Village is his own little city in Lee Summer, No, but the residents of John Knox Village, they come on down and And enjoy
0: it. And I think – much of the rest of the crowd, too, are people that we assume are going to be there.
1: hmm Yes. City officials.
0: Yeah. Let me, I mean, you hinted at this earlier, so I'm, I'm curious about, you, you made a joke. I'm not going to, you're not going to speak for the whole community of, of, of Black Residents of Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. But that makes me curious, do you feel pressure? So, like, even me asking you to come on this show and talk about it, or whether we're in a another meeting somewhere. Do you then feel pressured to be a representative?
1: No, I do not. Just like I'm before, before I was telling you, before I came here, I was speaking on homelessness and Lee summit and I no longer work in that field, but I'm still a voice and I don't mind. I don't mind being the voice, but I don't feel pressure to represent because you're going to hear my story and my aspect. And I, and I, I told you it's hard for me to, to be easily offended by things. So I, My point of view is completely different from what if you was to bring someone else in here. Um, My challenges, I overcame my challenges again by being vocal and by being out there. It's like, okay, how can I fix this or how can I work on this or how can I, you know, change this? Oh, I'm going to just talk to somebody, you know. But if you was to interview my daughter, her aspect on Living in Lee Summit as a black girl is completely different and kind of sad. (laughs) <laughs> it really is. It's, you have two very wonderful. different stories. Two very different stories. Even
0: though she grew up with you,
1: mm-hmm. and we, and she grew up in Lee Summit, but the things that she's seen as a young person is completely different from me. And then even, and I knew about them, but even then, I would say, who can you talk to, or what can you do, or how can you make this difference, or how can you make a change? And I'm not saying that the black citizens of Lee Summit need to make a change, or you know, but for me, I just talk about it. I'm just going to talk about, it, and I'm going to talk about my uh, experiences, and it, they have been hard. But I just push it. I push that door open. You're going to get Vanessa. <laughs>
0: <That's>, <laughs> I know this. You're
1: going to get me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't think you need to be sorry. Because I I, th- I, I really, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I really feel like what you're saying is your voice is your voice.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: You are appreciative for the opportunity that you have either been invited to or you've created for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> to use your voice. Mm-hmm. But also, we should ask for more voices,
1: right? And you're gonna get. It's so funny because, like, if you talk to my best friend, she like if you see my hair now, guys, I have bantu knots and I have braids, and that's that's just how I move around. It's easier for me. I'm trying to work out. It's just easy for me to keep my hair looking nice. <laughs> but she thinks she's she'll be like, that's not a professional look. And I I'm I'm not that. So if you're looking for that professional black woman you would have to get that from someone else because I'm going to be authentically me and I don't mind if you talk about my hair I don't mind if you ask questions and you know I, I I welcome it actually you know because it gives you an first of all a look at my culture but also gives you a look at me and Vanessa and um how I move and I still get things done you know I might look a little different I might act a little different I'm loud I am very loud I'm so sorry I'm it. But I'm a loud person. I laugh loud. I move loud. Um, I'm me. And you guys have, they have been very welcoming and very, I'm sure at first was like, huh? <laughs> but after a while, when you know, um, getting things done, taking care of business, that was important. Like once you get over the look, you're like, oh my goodness, she's taking care of business. And that's important. So um, I think, the circles that I'm in are welcoming, but it it takes a while. of I know I had I now I did have to be that representative of being different, so there were questions and there were and either you take it offensively, and like my daughter would have taken it offensively and not answered, like she always said, get a book. But I <laughs> I welcome those questions. I welcome and it's now after a while if you still think like you do and you don't and it doesn't then that's a problem. But if you're being curious and you're really wanting to know I welcome that I welcome that I may I, I acknowledge that when people ask me what are you doing here I'm doing the same thing you're doing here <laughs> what are you doing down here same thing you're doing down here because I live here you know you I live here I'm proud to live here I literally would not live any place else, believe it or not. I was like, my daughter was like, You wanna come live with me in California? I'm like, No, I'll leave these summon and I'll be sad. (laughs) You know, and it doesn't mean it doesn't come with obstacles of being a minority. It doesn't mean that. Like when I first was here, I mean, there was a lot of things that occurred that I had to literally kick the door down for my space and for my children's space, you know. But you just gotta do it. Unfortunately, we shouldn't have to. But I'm the type of person who says I got to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Is it fair? Is it you know? Like, again, I'm not representing all of the Black women in this summit. I can't because the, everybody's experience is different. So, and I don't think they make me feel like I have to, you know. I mm-hmm. feel like that. So, yeah.
0: I like these conversations. I like that we keep them going, Mm -hmm. especially at the community level, because I feel like we can all relate to it in our hometown. Mm -hmm. When you start talking about it at the national level, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much, and it's too much about people that we don't know and we Mm -hmm. can't relate to because they're so far away and they're not our neighbors. But if we talk about it here Mm -hmm. in our town – I'm gonna see you while I'm out shopping. I'm gonna see you at church. I'm gonna see you at our kids' events or right. whatever, right? Like all of these things. Or you're my neighbor. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yell at me because I'm really bad at cutting the lawn. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm that guy. For those of you that aren't <laughs> my neighbors, I'm that guy. Um, you
1: have a not cutting grass guy. Yeah, have, oh, I'm.
0: Oh. I'm not good at lawn care. But you
1: got Charlie. That's what well. We that, no,
0: years. it's been much better in the years that he he can mow. <laughs> soon as he got big enough, much and
1: friends like pray them.
0: Yeah, you know, I I'm just I'm I don't care about lawn care. I'm that guy, and I I usually apologize to my neighbors, but I feel like I'm doing them a service too. Their lawns will always be better.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you can have that. But I think you know,
0: we we digress again. But I think I, that's why I like having these conversations mm-hmm. because I think we can actually be effective. And I think that there's a chance of success if we are talking about it with our neighbors and our friends.
1: Yes. I think if you don't talk about it, that's when you have the problem. So I'm living off of, I'm moving in a circle where um, white people are afraid to talk to me because they're afraid they're going to offend me or they're afraid they're going to say something wrong because they don't know. Say it, ask it, I mean, you know when you're being offensive. Like, yeah, I, I'm just we not We know the lines that. not right. to cross. You know the lines not to cross. So I feel like if you cross that line, then you're going to get that girl. Yeah. You're going to, because you know better.
0: You we, know better. We, we know the words. Right.
1: We right. know the words you, know you don't You know the words, say. you know the actions, you know the, you know, you know. But if you're genuinely in a space where you, you want to, you have a question, ask the question. Because if you don't know, then you're going to go to someone who's going to take it offensively. Now, I'm not saying bring all the black questions to me. Please don't. (laughs) Because I don't know. But I'm saying if you don't ask, you don't, you won't know. And then you're walking around here.
0: Well, isn't it more offensive to do something out of ignorance than to not ask? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, doggone. (laughs) I mean, we have the
0: world of information at our fingertips, literally, literally. And- we have access. There are 100, what, 107,000 people in our town now. Mm-hmm. You can ask the questions.
1: You ask the question. And, you know, it's okay to support. It is okay to support us. So during Black History Month, if you want to see something, talk to your city officials. Talk to the stores. It's okay to support what what we are. And 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 I hope your friends and family don't put you down for it or whatever. But that's what we need. Like we need to see that support. We need to know that we're not alone in this fight, in this unity. Anything we need to know that we it's not just you know black folks don't get together. We can't do it. We need white folks to do it too. We need you guys to come on and say you know what I see it. I, I support you. That was wrong. That was you know that wasn't good. What happened? And 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 what what do you need from me? You know. You need to come talk to me. You need to come. Who, who do I need to talk to? I remember when I was living in an apartment and there was this guy who was picking on my son's car, like, cause he didn't even live there, but he was like, my son, your son is in my parking spot. I'm like, you don't even live here, you know? But my neighbor was the one, because some there are some times when the, your skin color prevents you from making big changes or people taking you seriously. And I think he was a young white kid And he knew his strengths and he knew his abilities and he knew how to, what to do to make it happen, to make it change. And he took that on for himself. He didn't have to, I didn't ask him to, he saw the wrong, he stepped in and he handled it. And then that's when they came to me like, Oh my God, I've been complaining about it for a long time, but it wasn't until he said something where the action took place. And that's okay. I appreciate that. You saw, and I would tell him, I'm like, they was like, why don't you just tell, I did, I made the complaint. Got it. Now I'm gonna make the complaint and see what happens. And it he, he 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 was no longer allowed on the property. But sometimes we need that we need that um support to make things if that's what's gonna make it happen is that what's gonna make the change, then join on board with us or do something or say something.
0: We talk a lot about advocating for yourself, mm-hmm. but we also need others to help advocate for us to as well. Advocate for us as well. Yeah.
1: Our students can advocate for themselves left and right, but they only can go so far. If they're administrative, if they're adults, if their parents don't step in, then they're just kind of talking. Right. So they need you to support them. So same here. We can advocate for ourselves and we can make changes. But some of those big changes will happen when white America or white citizens at least say, you know what, that's not right. It isn't right. Instead of hiding. and I mean, just think about – Um this might get me in trouble with some people, but just think about those. You the, paused the, for a second. don't want to say it, but just think about like when people were even, even in the Jewish community, just think about those white Americans who were brave enough to hide slaves, you know, mm-hmm. and say, you, I'm risking my life for you, for this purse, for you. We got a little bit further because of that. We made it a little bit further out because they advocated for us. So, Yeah. It's helpful. We need we need you. You need us and we need you. We need it to be a good community. In order to be a community that flourishes and and that is accomplishes great things, we need each other. So, you know, be welcoming, be caring when you see, when you see people. I'm not just gonna say when you see black people, but during this month (laughs) they have black history month. well that's okay to say
0: <laughs> well I, i'm gonna I, as we as we kind of wrap up here i'm gonna put you on the spot i okay. didn't tell you i was gonna do this so okay. i apologize i'm gonna put you on the spot though we've, we've talked about voices we've talked about speaking up pushing things so wh- what are who are some stories some voices that you'd like us to tell or hear in Lee summit you know wh- who do people need to know what are some stories that should be told in our community
1: so I was telling you about Terrell from classic transformation. Mm-hmm. He has a barber school, but what made him so phenomenal is I reached out first of all, when I was, I am the single mom, but my, my kids are grown, but when my kids were little, he would cut my boy's hair and him telling them his dream. And then now that they're older and they see his dream of that school changed their lives. And I reached out again when I needed some help with the Hillcrest residents. I'm like, we need barbers who can cut hair for our young kids before school starts. So they can feel like they're not homeless or they can feel like they belong. He stepped up to the plate, you know? Um, unfortunately. I don't know. Um, there's no unfortunate, but stories <laughs> like his, you know, stories of um, our first black pro tem, Allen gray. Yeah. He's, you know, stories like the, our, our, uh, African American citizen of the year, I cannot say his name and I always mess him up, but I know him. But stories like that, it gives us pride and it's okay to give us pride. It doesn't mean we think we're better than anybody else, but it makes us feel like we're welcomed in Lee Summit. Like I had no idea we even had a black pro team ever because I was like, wow, we need one. Well, we had one. Oh, who was it? (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And it made me feel great about being in this community you know. And um, that's something
0: thing not many people you know. notice. I mean, A, not a lot of people pay attention to city council, right? right, right. Until it's something happens that might mm-hmm. affect them. And B, not many people look at the position of mayor pro tem, right? right? Like like there's the mayor and there's a and there's group of city council, right? right? <laughs> you know, not everybody mm-hmm. looks, looks to that in, in the community. So that's a, I think that's a good one to, to, point, yeah. to point out.
1: So, and, and there are a lot of Organizations and even our restaurants in here that we need to talk about and go visit on purpose. You know, it's Black History Month for real. Let's go visit uh, the Burger Place. What's his name?
0: Let's go to Unks Burgers. Let's go to Unks Burgers. Go let's to, go Wing, to Studio. Wing Studio. Let's go to oh, Jazzy B. Jazzy B.
1: Come on, let's go. Just so I mean, like,
0: like I'm I'm gonna stop private. listing because <laughs> I will list more and then I'll leave some out and I'm an, that <laughs> then right, I really go, will feel right, guilty. I'm
1: gonna be mad, but I mean, just things like that little things like that helps you know go into your schools talk to your uh uh, schools where they and and and, um have them provide that space for our young people to do things you know we have a great everybody knows our um north's football coach he's doing great things up there and no one knows that i mean we know coach Cause I call him coach. Cause I, I forgot it. Coach Mosey. We know coach. <laughs> coach Mosey. He was post Mosey. He was my baby's coach. That's the only reason why I know him. My nephews, but he's doing great things not only for the students because they play football, but outside of that arena, you know, he supports them. He, he wants to know about them. He cares about them. So there's a lot. And I remember when he first came and all the heat that he got woo, for one, being a black coach and two i mean a lot of people felt like he was only playing black players i mean just stuff like that that had to be a hard thing to overcome now he's loved but at first i remember watching him go through that and he went through it with such dignity and he didn't go off and he didn't cuss anybody out you know even whether you like him or not but our first superintendent was you're not our first one but our first african american superintendent so Things like that is good to know, whatever the history was or not, whether it was good or bad. But we need to know that we we we, we can't have that space here in Lee Summit. We got to know that. Ask people. Ask.
0: Let them have their voices. Seek out voices. And get over ourselves. Get
1: over, get over it. It's not about Go you. do some things. Be great.
0: And you know what? I'm going to try to find a list. I'm going to make a good list of some, some black uh, business owners mm-hmm. here. Let's see if we can do that. Vanessa, right. thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you For it. having me, I love coming here. I,
0: I, I love, I love letting you talk, but also uh, you, you are a great voice and a great thank advocate you. for thank so you. many things in the community. Um, you know, if people don't know you, I, I, they're not going to things because you're everywhere. Appreciate that and all the service you do with the community.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.